Welcome to the Property Experts Podcast, where you'll find open conversations, no bullshit attitudes, and deep dive insights from award-winning property developers and business owners, Ben Richards and Jack Jiggins. Together, they've delivered over 40 million in gross development value over the last five years and have a pipeline of over 25 million to deliver in the next 18 months. They've built numerous other seven-figure businesses with six-figure net profits around their property ecosystem, and it's by no means been an easy ride. So on this podcast, they'll share their weekly trials and tribulations running multiple businesses, giving you never-before-seen insights into the inner workings of finding, funding, designing, delivering, and selling award-winning property deals, together with golden nuggets of advice through the five key areas of any business, marketing, sales, operations, finance, and talent. If you're a young entrepreneur looking to get started or have a small team, but you're looking to scale your business to the next level, this is the No Bullshit Podcast for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome for another weekly episode of XD Property and XB Group's Expose. Today, you'll be joining Ben and I, and as ever, we will be sharing the highs and lows of running four different businesses um, and what we encounter, everything business, property, investment, and even maybe even mindset or personal. So stay tuned because we've got some really good content and we've had a busy week, um, a few highs, a few lows um, that we're willing to share with you guys bring questions, live Q&A. Ben, do you want to give us a synopsis of what we're, what's coming up? Yeah, I just wanted to touch on last week's episode, which is our highest viewed episode to date. So if you did miss out last week, head over to YouTube, check it out. And we're on, I think, our 17th episode of this live Q&A. And last week's has got the most attention. There's some absolute golden nuggets in there, property developers and property investors. So do head over. Yeah, this week we are going to be talking about a site open day that we're doing on one of our recent um, finished projects over in Buckinghamshire. We're going to be talking about the old maltings and the progress we've made with the detailed design and tender process on that. Big news um, for Muswell Hill. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about one of our giveaway winners and what we talked through with Harry um, beginning of this week talking a little bit about mergers and acquisitions, which is something we've not done before. Um, so we'd be really interested to hear from anyone that's watching that is in that type of business, um, you know, bolting on additional businesses to existing ones to grow a little bit faster. I'll be talking a little bit about the peak performance event that I went to last night, which was all about the power of social media. If you were there, um, do let us know, drop a comment below. Um, Jack's going to be talking about one of his property flips, which he's just finished. Um, the developer club, which has turned one uh, this week a commercial conversion that we are um, working on currently. There's been some intricacies with the planning process that we've got on that. We're going to be talking through some of the permitted development fallback options that we are now looking at, um, talking about some of our business coaching that we've been up to, and then I'm um, just highlighting an event that's happening at the end of this week, which I will be talking at, um, and I'm going to be discussing a little bit about that. So welcome to anyone that hasn't been on one of these weekly Q&As before. Like Jack said, comment below. We'd love to know who you are. Um, what you are looking to get out of this, um, anything we could help with. Um, if there's anything that we can be of assistance with, do comment below um, and hopefully we can help. So first up is we just wanted to touch on a site open day that we are running on Saturday 10th of June. And if you follow us on social media, we'll be launching a little bit more information about that. Yeah, so this yeah. was one of the site tours that we did back in December last year. So this was halfway through the build. You can see obviously, you know, First Fix has just started on the houses. It's a site of four converted um, apartments from an old office block um, with two, a pair of semis in the garden. So, sorry, in the car park. 
So we're showing you around the finished article. So we've now finished the landscaping and we're relaunching to the market very soon. Um, and for anyone that's interested in coming on our site tour day, where we talk through the whole process that we've gone through and you can see the finished houses and flats, comment open day below and uh, we'll get in touch with you to arrange the logistics of that. Anything you wanted to touch on there, Jack? Yeah, just if you can come along and see this, this is obviously a finished article, but we do do open days um, during works as well. So depending what you want to see, finished articles, mid, like mid-level articles, or even before construction has even started, um, make sure you do comment site visits because we've got, at any given time, we've got a site at every stage. So we've got a lot of site days planned for this year. One of the deals that we're coming on to later, which is going to be 24 flats, we haven't started construction yet. Um, and we plan to do many more days on site to show everyone what we're up to. Um, secondly, so the Old Maltings is a project we bought in January. Um, we already secured the planning permission for 16 units via Class MA, which for those of you that know the permitted development process for commercial assets um, is a permission that allows you to convert Class E um, space, in, in this case office, to um, residential C3 use. So we've got conversion of the upper levels in this building to 16 flats. Um, we've just had um, really good news from the planning officer who will approve um, an external works planning application to include loads of new roof lights and a few more windows, which then unlock potential for taking that 16 unit scheme to a 20 unit scheme um, because we can now get light into areas that we didn't have light um, before. So that's a bit of a hack from a permitted development perspective, getting a full planning application for external works to unlock areas that are too dark and wouldn't conform to daylight sunlight to then go back in and enhance our class MA application, going from 16 units to 24, uh, 20 units. Um, the next phases will be to get a pair of semis in the car park um, and also add a bit more value out the front. So we're looking to take it from 20 units to 24 units then via a full planning application. So a real phased approach to this, but we've gone from basically 700 grand profit to 1.4 million pound profit. And then we should end up with 1.7 million pounds profit once the full 24 units um, have been delivered. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we are actively now out on the tender process for the 20 unit enhanced sort of prior approval permitted development scheme. Um, if you are a contractor in and around Oxfordshire, um, this is based in Abingdon. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we want to get a, you know, a solid book of um, four or five contractors that are turning over circa four million pound plus um, that are capable and competent enough to deliver this scheme for us. So if that's you, comment below um, and we will get in touch. So yesterday we had a planning approval for our Muswell Hill project, um, which is a pair of semis, this sort of beautiful pair of semis which we now have approval to kind of split down the middle, um, take it from two HMOs or two large HMOs uh, into a pair of large executive homes. Now, this is one planning application of two for this site. We've kind of diversified our exit strategy by getting a planning approval for two large exec homes and also the planning approval, which should be due in a couple of weeks now that the first one's been approved. Um, should be planning approval for conversion to nine flats. So it involves um, a sort of basement conversion to the front of the building, 
front and rear single story extensions, um, a loft extension, kind of remodeling internally for both both of those options. It's worth saying that you know this is one of many many projects that we've got uh, either in the pipeline or already secured. And if you are you know an equity investment partner that would want to work with you know award winning developers like ourselves, um, we are always open to conversations about investment into our deals. And the conversation that we will have from here would just be about the pipeline that we've got and, you know, maybe showing you some of the figures and, and development appraisals behind yeah. some of those schemes. It's probably worth touching on the previous scheme that we, that we just got consent. Well, we have consent 16 flats and going up to 24. That scheme is funded by our traditional equity investment where an investor um, brings the capital. We bring the project, the planning, the design, the delivery and everything else. Um, that scheme that was on the previous slide is the, I believe, fourth investment that that particular investor did. We did a building around the corner with them, 14 flats, which is finished, won two awards. And now we've rolled that relationship, that commercial relationship into um, the old Boltings, which is a prerequisite deal. So we're here looking for people wanting to grow um, their sort of pot, I suppose, into multiple projects that we can work with over and over again. So yeah, and we also pay introducer fees if you know anyone that, that might suit that as well. Yeah, nice. Giveaway time. So if you joined us probably about three or four weeks back, um, we offered to do a one hour kind of deal clinic business coaching session with anyone who shared the recording of this via social media. Harry Hallstrom, who did so, um, had a one hour meeting with us on Monday where we talked about his next steps. He's a site manager looking to get into property investment full time, really switched on guy who I've no doubt will be going places in the next couple of years, came to us with a series of, you know, 10, 11 questions about, you know, how he transitions from, you know, full-time work into property investment, how to appraise sites, you know, what we feel about auction properties. Uh, we went through a, an actual deal that he's looking at at the moment and how to structure that on an assisted sale perspective. And we absolutely love doing. Um, it's why we've introduced business coaching and consultancy um, packages, which I uh, But I wanted to give a shout out to Harry because he stepped up. He, you know, took action and he shared this across the social media platforms that he's on. And that was well deserving a one hour session with us to really kind of help grow his business and look at the next steps for him. So yeah, thank you, Harry. Um, number five on the list, we're actually in a growth phase with XP surveys. For those of you that, that don't know what that business is, um, it's a measured building survey and a topographical survey business, which Jack and I started about two and a half years ago. Um, there's a team of four at the moment and we're looking to grow that. Now, I grew my architectural practice quite slowly, kind of bootstrapped, you know, no external investment, and it's a very slow process. What we're looking at doing with XP surveys is potentially bolting on additional surveying practices into XP surveys to grow faster. So kind of taking you know, the operational processes, you know, the staff, the geographic locations of maybe other businesses, um, other surveying businesses, bringing them into our group structure within XP surveys and growing faster that way. So not something we've done before. Would love um, to hear from you guys if if you're into mergers and acquisitions, because I'd love a phone call with you if you are actively kind of buying businesses. It's not something we've done in the past, so we could do all the advice we can get. So if that's you, let us know. Um, if you run a surveying practice, you're getting fed up and want to pass on the baton, um, we'd be interested in speaking to you as well. 
Yeah, I think it's probably worth just sort of sharing what we're finding in this space because obviously to attract buying businesses isn't something that most businesses do in day in, day out. But what we're finding is specifically within this industry, we're sort of dealing with a lot of one-man band consultant businesses um, where a lot of the value is actually in the individual um, that works within the company, some value in goodwill, client backing and, and goodwill of that and nominal equipment. And um, what we're finding is their sort of lofty dreams of, of business valuations is actually predominantly their, their salary that they haven't been taking, which makes it look really positive uh, or charging, you know, still to know for their time. And um, I know I've, I've been firsthand with my, you know, my wife's business that it's difficult to sell a business where you are the value. Um, and I suppose a touch point for anyone out there running businesses. Um, I've always been told that you should grow a business as if you're going to sell it. Um, because that's where it's, it grows best and doesn't need you and, and your time. And, uh, time is the probably most valuable thing on the earth. But, um, we try and build systems and processes into our businesses. It's quite difficult to do that in a development business because there's so many different things that need to be done. Uh, which is why we had to bring a team around us to support those things. But yeah, we're certainly finding the one man band businesses has got a different valuation to the probably the consumer within it. And I can see that from, yeah, from obviously seeing what turnover is created, but that individual coming in might not have the same background skill sets or, or, or even just reputation. So I actually read a really good book called, um, built to sell, which is all about a marketing business based in New York, where he builds, uh, trans, but you know, transfers his company from being very much needing his time to then the opposite way around where he, he didn't need to do anything and he actually decided to keep the business rather than selling it. So good book recommendation, comment, read a uh, book or something like that. And I can share the link to it if you want to have a read. Um, but yeah, anything else on buying or selling businesses, Ben? Yeah, I think you're bang on. Like the conversations that we've have, have been having are very much kind of key man businesses um, where, you know, it's, it's, yeah, you know, one person that's been building the business for 15, 16 years wants to retire and move on. But the inherent value in that business is them. Yes, there's goodwill in terms of the network and the existing client base that they've built, but that could easily fall away once that, that key man is, you know, key person is removed from, um, from the business. So, you know, when I, when I sort of set out to, to build Aura into what it is now and having conversations about, how I built it. My goal with that was to remove myself from the business ASAP so that the business wasn't reliant on me. Um, and that's why there's a, a team structure. There's an organizational chart within Aura. Whereas if I went away for two months, for example, I know that the business would continue running. That's more of an investable business than it is for someone that's, um, yeah, very much kind of key, key man. Um, thanks for the comments, by the way, Andrew and Chris. Yeah. Keep saying that to your business partners. You know, if, if you want someone to <laughs> invest in your business or to sell your business at a later date, you know, you kind of need to remove yourself from it as soon as possible. And it's, I mean, it's a good point. I think from a, from a service based business like, you know, architects, engineers, surveyors, what normally happens is two architects meet each other in a practice. They think I could probably do this. We'll jump ship and start our own business. And then they grow a little bit. They get a couple of employees, but the two, you know, the business is still fundamentally run by those two owners. And more often than not, when you're in a service based industry, your, you know, you're, your skill set is that service. You're not a businessman. You're not an entrepreneur. Typically you're good at what you do. And you're operational in that business. So, so understanding how businesses run, sales, marketing, finance, talent, HR, operations, all of those things, 
and, and working on your business or in your business is how you're going to grow and build an investable business. Um, and I think it's often overlooked. And uh, yeah, when people try and sell after 20 years of you know putting blood, sweat and tears into their business and somebody's only offering them you know a quarter of what they expected, um, it's because of that. It's because the business is not an investable business. The business is them. And when they're removed from it, you know, it takes a lot of that, um, that business away with it. So yeah, very good point. Um, we'd love to hear what you think about this. Um, I know that obviously, uh, you know, Chris, Andrew, you think, you think very similarly. Um, if you've got experience in looking at buying businesses and that's what you found, we'd love to know your experience. This is just a short message to ask, is your business making the consistent profits you want? Or are you struggling to take your business from five figures to six figures or six figures to seven figure revenues? If this is you and you want one-to-one guidance from award-winning property developers and business owners, check out our consultancy and mentorship packages at xpproperty.co.uk to book in with Ben or Jack today. Let's get on with the episode. Number six, yeah, peak performance event last night. I went, you know, a packed crowd in Farringdon in the crypt, which is a you know beautiful venue um, underneath the kind of church chapel. Um, real kind of banging headline, you know, with all those three. Um, Arshdeep has got 11 million followers, I think, on TikTok. I think 110 million likes across his all of his platforms. He's a magician, but he works full time as a software engineer for Compare the Market. And he says he works nine till five at Compare the Market and five till 12 on his own, you know, on his own social media stuff. And he's built a huge following by doing magic on TikTok and Instagram and, you know, reels and stuff like that. Um, and he's built a huge, you know, huge business with just him. And, you know, he was very, it was very motivational and sort of inspirational to see, you know, the power that one person can actually do without having a huge team around them. Um, if you're really consistent with what you do, if you actually action, um, the plans that you write down on paper. So yeah, he was a real sort of, uh, you know, real inspiration really in terms of, um, the power of, of one person and one person's ideas. Um, Jade's grown 110,000 subscriber following on YouTube and comes from a marketing and advertising background, you know, first class degree, um, worked for some big, big players before actually jumping ship and thinking, this is what I want to do myself. Um, head over to YouTube, definitely follow kind of what she's up to. She speaks so much sense. She's been there, she's done it, and she now kind of helps other content creators build their businesses off the back of, um, you know, places like this, YouTube, social media. So yeah, again, really, really inspirational stuff. And then for those that don't know Rob Moore, Rob Moore actually started, um, progressive property, which is where Jack and I met. So we, we've kind of been through the, the progressive property, you know, VIP program. I think he was saying actually last night that last the love for the last two months they've done two million pounds turnover a month each month, which is quite remarkable. But again, he's someone that I listen to a lot in podcasts. He's written one of the the, the most well known books on money. Um, he's written Life Leverage, you know, all about leveraging your time. Um, and he gave some absolute cracking advice last night. A lot of swearing, <laughs> got to be honest. There was a ten year old and a thirteen year old in the uh, in the audience, and I'm sure their parents were covering their ears, but. Yeah, very entertaining. Um, lots of interesting people in the room. And um, get yourself along to that event next time if uh, social media and content creation is for you. Jack, over to you. Yeah, on to property flips. So as mentioned at the beginning of the call, um, this is a few companies that we're representing. Central Suites, the business I run with my brother Rob being one. We're a um, investment company more so. So we buy, renovate and hold HVOs, single lets, whatever it may be. Um, and occasionally we do the odd flip. And this property is one that we bought in January. 
Um, we are 95% of the way through. We're finishing off the bathroom, finishing off some paving, finishing off painting, um, and really not a lot to do. And it'll be fine to build clean. So we'll probably be on the market in a week or two. So that just gives you a, a bit of a clear indication of how quickly our refurb projects take. So that's been about four months maximum. But the big news this week is we had a 50% up value increase. So we bought the property for 460. Um, we had an estate agent come around valuing it out about, they should, they believe we should guide it at 675. Um, we've spent about 60K in refurbishment works. So a really good turnaround for a project. This is going on the market. So obviously the market would dictate, but we've got a few properties on the market at the moment that have gone pretty well. And um, so we're very confident of this. So um, that valuation was on Wednesday this week. Quite exciting to get that turned around and cash back in the bank to go again. Got our eyes on a few more targets to be hitting up later in the year. Um, one thing that I love about flips is we discussed this before. Planning can take up to a year. Um, so the planning approval that you just saw earlier on Colney Catch Lane did actually take a year to get consent. The great thing about flips is you can turn around two projects in one year if you're proficient at them. Um, so there's nothing to be sniffed out of the little projects. If you've got a little team and you've got a good acquisitions process, we should end up making about 70 plus K uh, net margin on that after all costs are said and done, um, which is a 28% back on our money, um, assuming that half the profit goes to investment, but we self-funded this one, uh, which is about 100% IRR on our cash. Um, so Did you want me to share the outlet of this? Uh, yeah, you could do. The before is pretty pretty fun. Pretty ropey. I've just seen the um the stunning carpet. Yeah, yeah it's great. I mean, it's it's quite enjoyable. Yeah, it wasn't difficult to improve it. Yeah, that's um that is good looking, isn't it? Look at that. Lots of tat. Yeah, carpet. it was quite fun actually. Every single, pretty much every single nice. light switch was themed differently. There was like Union Jack ones, like Japanese flag ones. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. But um, yeah, it's all in a skip now, so we're all right. Nice. Good. All right. Moving on. Do you want to touch on the developer club? The developers club is a club that I joined a year ago. Ben and I have both really enjoyed being part of like boardroom and mastermind grouping. Um, XP actually run our own series of groups, but quite frequently when Ben and I are like orchestrating those events, we don't get sort of the finger pointed at us and the, the, account, the accountability pointed at us. So just for diversification and also our own accountability on our business and to go into detail, I wanted to be a passenger on that journey. So joined the developer club a year ago. Um, so it's a year strong. I think I was one of four founding members. Um, Shira and Tex had that up. But anyway, it's a, a group that I'm part of the board. There's now three groups, I believe. The board is anyone below the age of 40 turning over more than 10 mil per year in developments. And we celebrated the birthday on Tuesday, which was a nice dinner. Um, at a Hakkasan restaurant in Mayfair, but there's a brilliant group of people and some I'd now call friends, which is great. But I just suppose a takeaway for anyone listening, um, we mentioned an educational company that, that we were part of, and there's a lot of education out there, but you really want to be in a room where you can really get almost down to the detail and the nitty gritty to get out of problems as and when you need that help. And these boardroom groups do certainly do that. You can ask the questions, you can get help, and you can get out of situations. So having that sort of collaborative head situation, XP Property have our own. Uh, we've got our own WhatsApp group, which is always firing up with questions and people diving in where they've got contacts or 
know how to overcome that problem. But yeah, and I'm sure you'll see more of it on our stories and stuff like that for for the Developers Club and also the boardroom. Maybe comment boardroom below if you're interested um, and you can hear about ours and the TDC and I'm, I'm happy to share or intro you to the founders there. Just wanted to touch on this project. So this is something we bought in February, I think. So we've owned it for about three months. Had a planning application um, running in the background, a full planning application to convert um, about 3,000 square feet of solicitor office space into six flats and three retail spaces on the ground floor. Um, the planning approval was going well. I was a bit back and forth with the planning officer in terms of the aesthetics and making a few tweaks there. But fundamentally, the design is kind of now um, now agreed. And the stumbling block that we've got at the moment is they want to see some proof of marketing for the loss of commercial space, which was was um, a slight risk. Um, we've been marketing it for a long time now anyway, so we're putting some marketing um, material together. But the conversation we're now having is using a fallback position to argue our case and strengthen our case as it stands. And that fallback position is essentially using class G of the prior approval um, uh, permitted, permitted development rights. For those that don't know class G, it's effectively um, a permitted development that allows you to convert the upper levels of commercial space, whether that be retail or um, maybe it's class E basically, um, to convert the upper levels to a maximum of two flats. So in our full planning application, our upper levels are um, arranged over four flats. But fundamentally, what we're trying to do is solidify the change of use using class G. Yes, it may be two really large flats of circa, you know, a hundred square meters each. So, you know, large size three bedroom flats, which isn't really what we're looking for in terms of building that out. But what it does is establish the change of use. So the principle of that change then allows us to have a fallback position that from a legal perspective and a planning policy perspective is great standpoint to then say, look, the fallback position, if we really wanted to, we could build this out under class G and convert these upper levels into flats. So that's that's our fallback position. But what we really want is our full planning application to be approved where we get four flats at the first floor level. So that's a bit of a permitted development hack that we're looking at in terms of establishing a change of use and utilizing that as a fallback position to kind of force the planning officer's hands to approve the larger, more valuable scheme for us. If you've got any questions about that, pop them below. Um, you know, it's, it's a whole topic in itself. If you've got any burning questions or you're looking to do something similar, then comment down below and we get back to you. Um, number 10 is we've had a really, really fantastic couple of weeks with business consultancy and sort of property coaching. We only really started this about a month ago. We get asked a lot to do, you know, do you do one-to-one -one mentoring? Can you help us look at this deal analysis? How do you find fund and structure deals and all of these things that, that you guys want to know? Um, we've been offering it now as a, you know, a package, an actual offering to you guys to work with us, to build your businesses, to appraise deals, learn how to fund them, learn how to structure them, um, learn how to find them. And the past two weeks, it's just blown, blown us away really in terms of the interest of, of those. Um, we've had three people take on board, um, our like sort of highest level package, which is kind of a sit down with Jack and I for four hours to really look at your business plans, any deal opportunities that you're currently looking at and kind of tear them apart, give you some guidance. And then a couple of people that want kind of ad hoc support on an hourly basis. 
to make sure they're being sort of set off in the right ways. So, and actually that's, I think a lot of that has come through these video calls, these, these lives. Um, it's been, you know, the feedback that we've been getting is absolutely fantastic and makes it all worth it for, you know, 45 minutes on a Friday afternoon. Um, so thank you very much for that. If you are interested in kind of growing your business um, sitting down with Jack or I having an hour's video call to talk about some of the burning questions that you've got in your business or giving you some guidance as to how we've got to where we where we are um, do comment coaching below whether that's on property on business um you know mindset whatever you're struggling with um you know these are the five businesses on the screen that we've been running over the last six or seven years we've got a broad variety of experience and knowledge base from property marketing sales negotiation hr issues finance bookkeeping tax planning, you know, all of these types of things we've built in our various businesses. So if you're interested in being coached by us, we would love to work with you. We absolutely love doing it. So yeah, do get in touch. Jack, do you want to say anything about that? Yeah, I just think the key is someone actually asked me what would they achieve from being part of either our boardroom or our mentorship. And for me, it's, you know, we can share what we're up to. And and I think the key word that Ben mentioned there is built. You know, all of the five businesses that we've created have been built from scratch. Um, so the sort of world is your oyster with the right tools and the right energy and that it is hard work and you've got to put in the time and be resilient to that, which is why it sometimes helps to have a sounding board and a second opinion. But yeah, we've, we've built our businesses from, they're not perfect. And we have people that help us guide like non-exec advisors and business coaches. So you're technically paying for that advice as well because it trickles down, but there's a long road and there's many little tweaks that you can make in your business and some big tweaks you can make in your business, um, that we learned from and adapted and changed and tried and tested and wasted money on and, uh, also, yeah, we're here to pass on that info and it's enjoyable because it's good to see mentees progress their businesses, uh, all the areas that they were particularly struggling in. And quite frequently, it's just a second perspective. You know, some people look at things in a different way. Um, ben and I look at things in a different way quite frequently. And, and that's where we have found our partnership works well. So, um, go on our website, find it or comment below, uh, coaching, as Ben said, um, we'd be happy to respond to your queries and, uh, yeah, tell you what we can do. I also wanted to touch on the 25th of June, which is a Thursday night. It's the Central London Property Meet held by Brendan Quinn. I think he's in his 13th year of hosting the events. There's a fantastic crowd always, um, normally between kind of 50 and 70 people uh, in a, a London Bridge Hotel. I'm actually going to be presenting for sort of 40 minutes this month on um, sustainability around the construction industry and the property industry. There's a huge amount of changes, um, that have and are ongoing in terms of government legislation and the push for, you know, net zero carbon and the future home standards. There's a lot of talk about EPCs, regulations around that, not being able to actually let out your property if you don't have an EPC rating of C or, or better in the coming years. Um, and we're going to be touching on some of the key things and the, practical solutions that you guys can do to kind of hit some of those targets. I run an architectural practice. I'm a property investor. We do our own property developments. We're very much in this space. We see things from the front line and hopefully I can give back some of that information um, to help you uh, save money on your property developments um, and give you some tips and tricks that you can use to not fall foul of allowing sustainability measures to dwindle your profit margin, which is kind of 
the headline of the event. So yeah, do let us know if you want to come to that. You can buy tickets on Eventbrite or drop a comment below and we can send you details. It's the 25th of May. So yeah, do get in touch. Anything you want to end with, Jack? If you um, want to something else that's wrong. No, all good. Just uh, for anyone listening, I had a message, um, shout out Chris Jones from Chris earlier today saying, um, really enjoying your lives. I can't join live, but I always watch it thereafter. So thanks for the support. And that's just to remind everyone that these are on our YouTube channel. Um, and there are topics um, throughout our channel that um, we talk about in different weeks. So do make sure you go back and watch our other videos. I think there's, you know, there is some really good content and issues that we've overcome. So yeah, do stay tuned for every Friday, but also watch the ones back that we've done. Yeah, we'll be in touch. Um, yeah, we'd, we'd love to hear about your project down in Devon. Um, I'm a Somerset lad. I'm in Somerset as we speak. So yeah, Somerset and Devon, I know extremely well. So it would be good to have a chat. But yeah, thanks for everyone who joins. We really do like doing these. Um, look forward to speaking to you all again next week. Thanks, everyone. These live Q&A episodes are all about helping you grow your business and build a property portfolio that provides financial wealth. If you have specific topics that you'd like us to discuss, make sure to comment on the platform you're listening on or email info at xpproperty.co.uk so that we can discuss your topic in future episodes. And if you found these conversations valuable for growing your business, make sure to click that follow button and we'd really love for you to tell just one person about us. Thank you.